Hi, welcome to the Blessing Broker Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Denise. And we're so glad that you joined us. Today, we're very excited to be visiting with Stuart and Chantel in Israel. For over 25 years, they've been loving on the Holocaust survivors with great stewardship over the gifts that God's provided them to share. As a result of the love and genuine compassion that they have, Stuart and Chantel have shared and led many victims of horrible human atrocities into the deep eternal love of God in our Lord Jesus Christ, or as they say, Yeshua HaMashiach. We hope you'll enjoy and be inspired as we play a few highlights from our visit. Put on your boots and march forward with us as we B-L-E-S-S. That's believe God and his promises, lift up others, equip the church, serve the poor, and send workers into the field. Let's get right to it. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? We're Doing good. great. We're Doing good. Great. We're blessed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Stuart, we've uh, we've met you before, but Chantel, it's just such a pleasure to uh, speak with you today. Yeah, it's great to get to meet you too. It's the uh, couple day. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Couple. It's not too late there, is it? Yes. It's late? Is no, it? it's, no, it's 9.30. I just saw a beautiful sunset about an hour ago over the Mediterranean. Oh. We're in the north of Israel today. We had a tremendous meeting with the uh, leader, the chairman of the National Association of uh, Survivors that we work with. And then she led us to a meeting with uh, a group from uh, the Cryote. And we met with uh, some of the leadership of that group where we're, uh, we're continuing to expand our services and programs into the cryote. So we've had a great day. It's not too late. Enjoyed that sunset and uh, glad to be meeting with you folks now. Great. Well, we sure appreciate the work that you guys are doing. And um, uh, before, we, before we get into the purpose of the call today, what's cryote? Uh, this is an area above Haifa, and it's like suburb Haifa, okay. and uh, there's many crayotes, uh, different names, so we're in one of them, and be in this area, there's a lots of uh, uh, Russian, you know, Jewish people, and uh, so many Holocaust survivors live in this area also. It's actually a very high concentration of uh, Russian speakers, and it has the biggest groups of survivors in this area. Mm. Wow. What's so, the youngest survivor? What's the youngest age of the survivors that you, that you meet in contact over there? Uh, well, they see, the war ended 75 years ago. There is some people, we, uh, there's a survivor. She was born the last year of the war. You know, and uh, I mean, her story is incredible that her mom was able to give birth to her anyway, because, you know, like she ate nothing. And she told me that uh, her mom couldn't have milk, she couldn't produce milk, and they didn't have milk. They would give her water with flour. I don't. Wow. You know, to like feed the baby, a newborn baby. And Can't she's, imagine. Yeah. And uh, so. But most of them are in the 80s and 90s. Okay. You know, there's very few that some, like the leader of the group today, 
she was three years old when the war started. Mm. So, you know, she was a little kid. Actually, so she it, would be uh, she would be eighty three. Yeah, actually, uh, today uh, they are um, acknowledging the beginning of the Nazi invasion into the former Soviet Union. So it's wow. eighty years. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Now I heard a statistic and I don't know the accuracy. I'm hoping maybe you can speak to this a little bit. I heard that worldwide there are approximately 200,000 Holocaust survivors remaining and approximately 10,000 in Israel. Is that number way off or does that, does that Israel number is off because it's, it's 150,000 approximately oh, in wow. Israel. And then the rest are in the diaspora meeting outside of Israel. Okay. And I know there's a lot of Holocaust survivors also in Toronto. So I, that number is not accurate. Yeah. It's Israel uh, that has the majority of the survivors, approximately 150,000. Okay. How many, how many Holocaust survivors do you personally know and visit? <laughs> well, uh, we've been doing this for 26 years. But of course, you know, thank God we're not alone. So we have a wonderful team in Belarus and a wonderful team here in Israel. In Belarus, we have a team that's been serving for 26 years. Wow. And here in Israel, we have teams in, uh, in Jerusalem, Halon, and uh, Carmiel, which is not Carmel, but it's another northern city. And uh, we're building teams here in the cryote. So, uh, just me and my wife, I would say we've been uh, personally in the homes of about a hundred survivors, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But over the years, of course, many of them are, you know, with the Lord now, because yeah. we've had uh, in Belarus first, because we started to work there way before we started to work in Israel. But uh, we've seen many of them come to know the Lord and go to him, you know, when they pass from this earth. So, yeah, great. So they're dancing. Well, it's high calling and great work that you both are doing. And um, we just we just love hearing the stories about about what it is you're doing. So we thank you for the emails yeah. and communications that you've been sending out Um it sounds like currently you're working on excursions for Holocaust survivors. Well, this summer we put we put together uh, our summer program, and you know, of course, this is the you've heard of the Great Awakening. This is the Great Opening because in Israel, uh, you know, most people are either vaccinated or or free to move around. It's one of the few nations in the world, as you know, that uh, up until a couple of days ago had essentially eliminated local cases of COVID. We got some new ones in the last few days. So all the survivors we know have been uh, vaccinated, which means uh, starting about a month ago or a little bit longer, actually, we started meeting freely with them again. And they were super excited to be meeting with each other and to be meeting with our team. And so uh, we put together a Quickly, as COVID allowed us, we put together a program quickly that would uh, 
uh, give opportunities for them to gather together with each other and us. And that included uh, uh, at least six excursions this summer. Uh, we do what we call these uh, warm houses, which you would probably understand them something like a home group, where anywhere from about seven to 15, sometimes a little more survivors gather together. And these are times for fellowship and uh, looking into the word of God and discussing them. I've been to uh, uh, one, two, three of them in the last uh, few weeks. And it's just uh, wide open. I mean, people are expressing their, their appreciation of, of God, their appreciation of their heritage, and they're asking hard questions. You or know, they're, they're expressing or where's their God? struggle with God, yeah. which oh, wow. is inside anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if they keep it inside and don't speak it, then they won't deal with it. Right. But when they, they, you know, can express it, then others speaks. And, and out of the group, there's always some that are more open, some that are struggling, and then they can speak into each other's life. And then our, um, you know, staff really uh, love on them and help them. And they, they're wonderful people. They have, you know, amazing way to touch their heart and to answer these questions. I was really... Impress myself. God's That's doing so a great good. work. Yeah, he's doing a great work. You know, our our uh, our team is amazing because they they create this atmosphere of of love. We love you, and you know, this is what we sought to impart to all of our team. And we love you. We're going to be your friends, whether you agree with us about belief or anything else. We're here for you. And uh, it just creates an atmosphere of great openness and uh, trust. And uh, God's using it in a wonderful way to to bring comfort to hearts, Mm -hmm. as well as to uh, bring people into the saving knowledge of Yeshua. You know, today, the the two leaders, the the chairman of the national organization, the leader of this group here that represents about 160 survivors in Kiryat Yam, you can check your map, just above Haifa, Kiryat Yam, uh, they said, you know, our, what our people need really above everything is, is uh, people who are interested in them and will give their heart and their time to them. Hmm. And they say that's, that's more important than uh, you giving us, you know, gifts. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Although the gifts is also a demonstration yeah, of that love and attention. And they're, you know, like they, they have, they're different people in different place in their own thinking, but they have a little side, like little kids too, and they like presents, you know, so. Of course they do. <laughs> so what when, kind of things do you guys give? Uh, you said, ble- uh, did you say blessing baskets or was that a conversation that we had previously? Like, like yeah, we call them, you know, food baskets. We've done that regularly on uh, the holidays, on uh, Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. on um and Passover. And we stepped it up during COVID because we couldn't meet personally, but we had permission from the Israeli government to deliver food packages and necessary help because we're a registered uh, Amuta organization here in Israel uh, under a different name than Reach Initiative. And uh, 
So, you know, we, we, we multiplied that during COVID. Now we step back a little bit from delivering the food baskets because we can meet in person, take them on excursions and that kind of thing. One of the gifts that they really appreciated was when we did a calendar, we had one of the members of our congregations in Belarus, who's an artist, uh, and uh, she designed a beautiful calendar with a scripture verse on, on, on uh, each, month. each month. And uh, they were beautiful and they were quality. And the survivors just so appreciated that. And uh, they also liked to drink their tea and coffee through in our mugs that we gave them that uh, have the ironic benediction uh, oh, printed on the mugs. You know, it's so different that's just things, a- you know, when we try to give them, you know, some food, like nice things that maybe they, and it's harder for them to afford. And, and a little souvenir, something that will remind them that we love them and, you know, something they won't eat and then it's gone, but that they can have around. So, so, but they, they need, you know, the attention and they need to feel loved. There's a lot of them, like today we were asked, actually um, a member of the Knesset called the head of this organization that covers all of Israel to uh, refer a person that had, you know, that's looking for help. And she's a 94 year old lady that's alone, totally alone in Israel. She has no relative, nobody. And she, she seemed to be a person that really struggles, not, you know, with lots of, uh, not just needing healing physically, but emotionally for sure. And so, um, so sometimes we're referred, you know, people like that. And so we'll be sending, you know, some of our team there to visit her and People need friends, they need, they're very lonely. Many are lonely. I can't even imagine, you know, I I mean, even just thinking about the fact that they feel different from everybody else because they survived something that nobody can understand unless they, you know, went through that same thing. So I can't imagine how that must feel. Yeah, but also, yeah. You know, and one thing is that many, like why are they alone? That many of them lost their whole family. First of all, so yeah. that sisters, brothers. So when you don't have sisters, brothers, you don't have nieces and nephews. Yeah. You know, like it goes yeah. down. Mm-hmm. And um, and and some had children, some didn't. Some had children. Their children passed away because you know when you're in your nineties, sometimes happens. So there's you'd be surprised. There's a lots of the uh, of the people that we serve that don't have a lots of support. They're quite yeah. alone. I yeah, mentioned. Please- Go ahead. David, that uh, uh, if you guys get to Israel, we'd like to uh, take you on a home visit or have you join one of our warm houses. Then you get real personal, you know, experience that I'm sure you'll remember for a long, long time. I mean, we try to give, you know, the impressions through our emails and little videos and photos and stuff. And, uh, we work hard at that because we understand that's our responsibility to our partners, those that pray and give. Uh, but, you know, it's it's another experience when you're actually, you know, in their presence, in their Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're... So that, that's we're, something you know, we'd love to do with you when possible. We would certainly love to take you up on that. 
Can we get an update on your current initiative, where you're at in your fundraising? In terms of uh, raising the 9,500 for the uh, um, summer program? Yes. Yeah, I believe, I believe we're at about 6.5. Uh, to be exact, I'd have to double check, but I believe we're at about 6.5. Okay. Well, consider yourself fully funded. Oh, oh man. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. Unless, unless you want to leave room for more fundraising. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we kind of paused that because we're now, we're, you know, we sent out a, a snail mail newsletter and, and some uh, e-news uh, and made some personal contacts uh, with, with you and a few others. And, uh, you know, so we're pausing on that because we've got another thing coming up. Uh, we do this camp every year called Chalutzim uh, in Belarus. It's now 15 straight years, except for last year, COVID. And there we serve 120 approximately teens and children that come from impoverished Belarus, oh, wow. meaning average wage around $350 per month. Oh, my goodness. So we, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult situation there. So we sponsor fully or partially all of these campers. So, uh, and we had a, a, a swell in registration in the last couple of weeks. So because, we're- Because the Belarusians, I don't know if you've heard on the news what's happening, but you know, there's uh, lots of um, political trouble in Belarus. It's been since the last election in August. And uh, now people uh, can't go to many places. They can't leave the country so much uh, because of the, um, well, there's closed border to Belarusians because of the political situation. You heard so. about the Ryan airplane? Yes. That, that's Belarus. Yes. That's where, that's where we lived and ministered for 12 years and continued to oversee four congregations oh. and the ministry to survivors, orphans, and these camps and this kind of stuff. It's Belarus. led by a dictator for the, since 1994. So, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's been difficult. We live there. We know we lived there 12 years. We actually have been expelled from the country. Stuart was for, um, for like five years. So wow. it's not, no freedom of religion, no freedom of speech. And uh, it's very difficult place, but if you can picture old time uh, communist repression, if you have any kind of picture in your mind of what that was like, that's what's happening in Belarus at a significant level right now, worse than it's been in, in uh, probably 20 years. I mean, oh he's always God. been a strong handed leader, but it's it's really become a huge problem in this Ryanair flight turned the whole world against him, except for Russia and China, essentially. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's why people are locked in. So that's why we moved over now. You know, we're, we're seeking to get some sponsorships for uh, the, uh, the children and teens going to Camp College team. So we're, we're grateful, Good. you know, that... Uh, that you're going to help us with the uh, balance of what we need for the survivor program this summer. Good. Good. Hey, I have something in the other room that I wanted to show you. So excuse me for a minute while I go grab that. Okay. Uh, sure. Give you a little teaser. I, I, I 
printed a picture off of your website. Okay. And, and I want to ask your permission. Um, I'll be right back. And, okay. the, and while he's doing that, I have to share, I, I wanted to share earlier, but a couple years ago, David and I actually made a home visit to a Holocaust survivor in San Francisco. Um, wow. She lives in San Francisco. I don't know if she's still living now, but she was, uh, I want to say late 80s, early 90s. Um, and her daughter was living with her, but she she's a, a believer. You know, she's um, wow. loves Jesus. And in fact, we went there to pray over her and she ended up praying over David and I and anointing us. And man, the Holy spirit was just so anointed in that room uh, with our time with her. It was just the most precious. I will never forget that time. And just to know what she's been through. And we, you know, prayed for her daughter to come to know Jesus because her daughter was not, is not a believer at the time. She wasn't, um, but it was such a beautiful time. And, uh, we're forever changed from just that very short, you know, probably 45 minute hour visit with her. Um, you know, when a Holocaust survivor knows Jesus, I just really believe that they are so anointed. Um, it's, it's incredible. It was an incredible experience. Reminds us of Rosa, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen, you know, survivors like that, but while you were talking, I'm, I, we have also a survivor, she became a believer, and she, we do sometimes um, like staff meeting in her house mm -hmm. in, the, in Belarus. And the last time I was there also, she prayed for me and I, same, I experienced the same thing, very strong anointing and, yeah. and um, you know, the Lord really used her in prayer. Yeah, yeah. I felt it. I mean, David and I both were, I was crying and it was just such a precious time. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I got a, I got a letter with a check um, from a friend that wanted to help support Holocaust survivors. So um, this, this came a while ago and we passed forward that, uh, that gift and by the way, we don't take a dime. Um, every every penny of a designated gift goes to where our constituent wants. That's why we set up Blessing Broker in the first place. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I gathered that you guys were anointed by God to be instruments to uh, funnel provision for, you know, various works. I was very happy to hear what you were able to do after the Gaza War and uh, you know, that's important stuff. All of it is. Yeah. And, and the Lord has blessed our real estate business so that, you know, we can pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so anyway, well, thank you both for your time. I hope we can do this again in the next couple months, but yeah. uh, keep up the great work and, yes. and know that we're praying for you. And we would always love to hear specific uh, prayer requests that we could um, celebrate together when the Lord answers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank we you. appreciate your hearts and uh, we appreciate uh, the way the Lord's using you. And uh, I perceive he's going to continue to use you both in a powerful way in, in, in this regard. And uh, for people like us, uh, you know, folks like you coming alongside of us is a uh, huge blessing and kind of a win to our sales to accomplish what God has entrusted Amen. to us. 
Amen. Thank God for thrilling for us. It's yes. just an honor. So thank you. Well, like, we're all in God's family, right? So we got to, you know, we got to work together. Um, yes. Yes, for sure. Everybody does. That's their how part. the body works. That's right. Together. Yeah. Well, God bless you both. Well, until Thanks. next time, Lord blessing. Keep yeah. you guys. And uh, maybe we'll see in the cry out also. You can check your map for the cry out. <laughs> we'll be great. looking it up. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Denise here. We are so appreciative that you spent time with us today. Proverbs 11.25 says, A soul who blesses will prosper, and one who gives water will themselves be satisfied. So we've built a lot of resources on blessingbroker.com to help you be the blessing. We also invite you to engage with us on our social media through Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And now we're on all of your popular podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple. We look forward to reporting again soon, but until then, go out and be the blessing today.